Lord departed from off the threshold of the house and stood over the cherubims. And the cherubims lifted up their wings and mounted up from the earth in my sight. When they were out, the wheels were also beside them, and everyone stood at the door of these. Welcome to my channel and my podcast, By the Lord's Grace. I'm here to give you some encouragement that the Lord is coming soon and some words from the Lord that I received that are really encouraging. So sometime around the end of uh, June, I guess, June 2022, I felt the sukkah coming over me. I literally felt the sukkah, which is the temporary dwelling, uh, the symbol of the Lord being our dwelling, um, it's about the Feast of Sukkot. So Sukkot is a plural form of Sukkah. So Sukkah is the temporary dwelling. Sukkot is many temporary dwellings. When uh, Israel celebrates the Feast of Sukkot. It's also called the Feast of Booths. Um, so it's the latter rain feast. It's the latter harvest. It's the Feast of the Latter Harvest. So Jesus is our feast. Jesus uh, presented all these feasts in the Bible that he prophetically has fulfilled and will fulfill. So that's why it's really important to understand the roots of Israel um, and understand the feasts of Israel. So the Passover feast, for instance, we know that he, Jesus, our Messiah, Yeshua, has already fulfilled he that feast he was the passover lamb and he fulfilled passover so the feast of shavuot which is the feast of the first fruits he fulfilled uh on the day of pentecost that was the day of shavuot that was the feast of shavuot and shavuot means shavuot means weeks so it was seven weeks after passover and pentecost means weeks in greek so the Feast of Shavuot, um, seven weeks after Passover, which was 50 days. The uh, disciples were all in their upper room. Uh, that's when the tongues of fire came because they were studying the Torah, because you studied the Torah on the night before the Feast of Shavuot. So on the Feast of Shavuot, which was Pentecost, that's when Jesus had already ascended. Uh, but Peter... Uh, the apostle, that's when he stood in a temple and he proclaimed that Jesus was Lord. And that's when 3,000 were saved that day. They heard he spoke in tongues and they all heard in their own language. So they heard in all their different languages and dialects. And 3,000 men, so probably about 15,000 if you count men, women, children, whoever, um, so that was the fulfillment of that feast. That was the birth of the church. It was the first feast of the church. It was the fulfillment of Shavuot. Okay, so that in a nutshell, and you can watch my video on Shavuot. You can look up Shavuot, lots of great stuff on Shavuot. But the feast of Sukkot, which is the fall feast, which is the latter harvest, Jesus has not fulfilled that yet, and he is in the process of fulfilling that now. So the latter harvest will be when he has harvested all his souls on the earth, and it's so exciting. So when I felt this sukkah come over me, 
I really felt so safe and so in this sukkah, like I could, you know, I always feel his presence and I always know I'm with the Lord, but it was just a real, like a tangible feeling, like the sukkah is over me. And the Feast of Sukkot um, is coming up here in October. Um, I've celebrated it quite a few times and God always honors his feasts. Our Lord honors his feasts. He honors the Feast of Israel. And so if you decide to celebrate a Feast of Israel, a day of the Lord, he will just honor it. It's amazing. And I have all my testimonies on that in my first uh, series of my podcast and the roots of our faith. So once, once Sukkot, Feast of Sukkot, I've had a couple that were, I mean, they were all so cool, but like one, for instance, because it, it symbolizes the latter harvest, one of my Feasts of Sukkot, um, just with the, the people that came, and there was maybe like 50 people that came, 11 of those people were first-time immigrants to the U.S. So 11 of those people were from different countries, 11 different countries that were first-time immigrants. And there were people at my party from all other, a lot of countries. Um, I had Israelis, I had Arabs, I had uh, Iranians, like a mix. Like it was so cool. And it was just a symbol of, of that feast. Like he's, he will harvest every tribe and tongue who is his. So anyway, another one I had, I, we actually, uh, it was with a Jewish rabbi uh, who is a Messianic rabbi. So a Messianic rabbi means that you're a Jewish rabbi who believes in Yeshua. So this was uh, at a Jewish rabbi's fellowship, and I was doing the worship. And he and his people had built the sukkah. So they built it with the palm branches, and, you know, it was all really cool. And I sang this song in acapella that God had given me. And uh, and we were on the sukkah, and the Lord just filled that place. Like, we were all were just like, hush, you know, this hushy silence, glory. Like, you can just feel the Lord. Like, we could just feel him. He just filled the sukkah. So anyway, when I got that word, uh, or when I felt the sukkah, it was so exciting. And then I had to travel for work. So I've been uh, trying to stay in my wilderness place, my remote place, um, trying to, you know, keep myself unspotted from the world, you know, just getting more and more out of the world and its systems as much as I can, even though I'm still working in the world and all that stuff. Uh, but I was out and uh, traveling for work, and, and I, I, had, I got really sick, really, really sick. I feel like it was probably COVID, even though um, the testing wasn't saying that. But anyway, I was really sick. And I heard the Lord say, stay in the sukkah. Stay in the sukkah, and your provision will be in the sukkah. So I felt really led that that will be the last of my traveling for work. Um, I don't know. That's just what I felt. And that it's okay, even though where I am, there's not a lot of work. Um, that the Lord will provide, he'll provide in the sukkah. So to stay in that, you know, place. Now that temporary dwelling is is him, it's his spirit, it's his temple, you know, it's, it's every, there's so much about that in the Bible, about his tabernacle, and that's why, um, you know, I don't personally believe there will be a third temple built, a real temple, because he is our temple. And he's not going to let another temple be built. And so you can watch my video on that if you'd like. But 
I've been thinking a lot about the harvest then. So, you know, if we're supposed to stay in the sukkah, which means, you know, things are going to get rougher. Now, there's prophetic words about the end of, I mean, in the fall. So end of September, end of October, uh, by December, things being really dark. Uh, so I really feel that we should take heed to that. Um, now, things in Russia are, this is, you know, it seems like a small thing maybe, but this could be a real catalyst to things really heating up over there. And it's this Putin's ally that uh, his daughter got killed. Now she got killed accidentally. The intention was for the ally. But she's hiding. The, the person who allegedly set up that uh, is hiding in a country, they think, is hiding in a country called Estonia, which is part of NATO. But, uh, you know, if, if, the, if Putin decides, if that escalates to a certain point where he, they decide they need to invade a NATO country, then you, you know what will happen after that. So we don't want to, you know, it's like a weird hushy calm right now, like, you know, kind of a, kind of a hush, kind of a hushy calm right now. Uh, I think it's just really great to just stay in preparedness. Like I always, um. I bought all these like solar flashlights and stuff and then I realized none of them are like ready to use. So I'm just trying to go through my stuff and, and, and make sure things are ready. The, somebody was on uh, one of the programs. Well, first of all, okay, let me go back. YouTube took one of my videos down and you know, it's, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad in a way because it's, it's always, the, if they take something down, you know, you hit the mark. You know you hit the mark, and it was about the mark, which is funny. Um, you can still find it on Rumble, and you can still find it on my podcast. Uh, look up any of the, the ones about um, the mark. I'm not going to say anything else about that. Uh, but anyway, it's like, you know, if the enemy attacks you, you're pretty sure you're on, you're on the mark if, if they're censoring you. So, you know, all those people uh, on YouTube who censor, and every other place, uh, you know, you will answer to, to God. You will answer to God. You'll answer to God for shutting up his prophets. You'll answer to God for every single thing you did. So um, just putting it out there. Um, anyway, the harvest. So I've been talking a lot over since, well, since I saw that vision at the end of the universe in 2001. Um about the light separating from the dark. So in my vision, the universe scrolled back, and I've talked about it, if you're following me, and there was no way to keep light and dark together anymore. Well, what we're experiencing as the harvest comes, uh, and I talked about this last time, is the wheat and the tares. So God lets them grow up, and then he, when he sifts and when he harvests, then he will separate all the wheat and the tares. And the light is getting lighter and the dark is getting darker. And that's why it's really important to stay in the fellowship of the Lord and stay with other believers. Um, have your circle be really small if you need it to be. Because we, if, you, if someone has an open door to Satan and they are in a lot of sin or like, you know, not have a, a pure heart, then uh, Satan's going to use that to attack you. So the light's going to get lighter, dark's going to get darker. But this is all part of the harvest. And I heard this guy on one of the new shows I watched. And he said, we're being sifted in America 
were being sifted. Like um, Peter, when Jesus said to Peter, you will be sifted like wheat. And I really, that really struck me as what is happening because we are in kind of that symbol of the cross time. Uh, like I've said so many times, uh, you know, people are not prepared that we are actually possibly in the tribulation right now. We are being worn out. It's going to get worse. Um, so the sifting, I looked up some stuff about sifting, and I, I just thought that was cool. I know there was an ancient way where they had the, you know, the, the mule or whatever go around the threshing floor. And the Lord talks about a lot about the threshing floor. Um, but I just looked up just a simple modern way, and I thought this was interesting about how the farmer was sifting the wheat. And he has to sift, 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 and all the non-wheat goes down into the bucket and then he saves the wheat and then he has to winnow it and I've always heard about winnowing um, winnowing is in the Bible as well uh, let me see I looked up some scriptures here Matthew three twelve. the Lord is has his winnowing fork in his hand and he will thoroughly clear his threshing floor and he will gather his wheat into the barn but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. Uh, but the Lord talks a lot about winnowing, and it's really a lot like divide. He, he, he likes to divide things up. He said, I don't bring peace, but I bring division. Uh, he's dividing up people. He's testing their hearts. He's seeing who is with him and who's against him. Who is crying out for righteousness and who isn't crying out for righteousness? And so the wheat and the tares are being are being separated. And when you're sifted, it's not comfortable. But you want to be that wheat. You want to be the wheat that is going to go with him because the reaper, the angel of death, will come in and, and take all the tares and they'll be cast in a fire. And the, all the believers will be, the, the wheat goes into a barn. And uh, Rhonda Ebsen, she's online, she's a really prophetic. She had a dream about the barn, and all these believers were in the barn. So, Vic, we were already in the barn, and then we were waiting for something, which I guess we've been, I would think, we're waiting for the Lord. Uh, but I really felt like her dream was symbolic of the wheat, uh, and the harvest and so the Lord is gathering us unto himself he has us in his sukkah even though no matter what we have to go through we have to remember that the persecution uh, is upon us and will be upon us we don't ever want to be like going oh I'm not going to go through any trouble um, the the Jesus I was thinking again about when Jesus came and John the Baptist you know baptized him and he had a revelation. He was the Lord. I'm not worthy, you know, to even, you know, untie your sandals. And soon after that, John the Baptist was in the prison of King Herod and soon to be beheaded. And he sent out a servant and to ask again, is Jesus the Lord? Because he, things weren't going the way he thought. He, Jesus is now here, his promised Messiah and he is in prison going to be beheaded. So the Bible says there'll be beheadings at the end of the times. It says there'll be people in prison. There'll be 
taken in captivity. Uh, those who will be killed will be killed. These are all in Revelation. So, and, and, and the words I received is, you know, people will be like, where's the Lord? Because they all believe this uh, rapture book um, left behind. So, um, anyway, you can just throw that out. Throw that book out. I have a lot of great uh, teachings on that. I did a lot of study on it. Now, my next video and podcast is going to be really awesome. It's going to be called The Many Faces of the Antichrist. Because I really believe mainstream Christianity got this all wrong. And God's never mainstream. And a mainstream belief of this one man Antichrist and this seven years and him sitting on the temple. It's just so far off of what is really happening. Um, I believe that the Lord allowed that so people would be deceived because if you're not really seeking him, you don't know that he is really coming really soon. And we are in the very last days. And those of us who know that we're hearing from him daily and we are experiencing him i mean maybe not every day you get a huge revelation but we are experiencing all the same things so i have i have listeners from all over the world i don't have a lot of listeners but i have listeners in a lot of countries like 40 countries and like almost every state and the only a few have contacted me but i know if they're tuning in they're they're like, oh yeah, this must be going on because um, otherwise you don't want to listen to me. <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know how close we really are and how rough things might want to might get. So anyway, I believe we're being sifted. I believe we're being separated. Um, that's why all these things are just coming up more and more um, controversial issues presented that we have to decide. And so, of course, Peter said, you know, no, I'll never let that happen. And, you know, you know what happened to him. And so we don't want to deny our Lord when the things get hard. We want to be like, like John, the apostle. We want to be like the Marys who followed him and were actually there at his death. So we want to be there when people are saying, crucify him, crucify him. He's not really coming. He's not coming the way we thought. Because I was thinking that Feast of Shep, Feast of pa okay, Passover, okay, so Passover wasn't how his fulfillment of being the Messiah as the Passover lamb wasn't how any of the Jews thought. His fulfillment of the Feast of Shavuot, the first fruits, wasn't how anyone thought. So the Feast of Sukkot, it may be not how anyone thought, how anyone thinks. We don't know what, we don't really know how he will prophetically fulfill the Feast of Sukkot. But those of us who, um, you know, those of you who have been following me, um, you know, on this great website, you can look at the calculating the last seven.com as long as it's up. Um, you know, we really believe that we are in that last week of Daniel and we're quite a ways in. So uh, I encourage you to l listen to some of my other podcasts or to watch the video because the, the videos, um, because the, Lampstands are, are being removed. The lampstands are being removed from the false prophets and from the false teachings and those that are following those things. They are being removed. There's no fresh revelation going on right now in the church except for those people who I believe 
are really listening to the Lord and that he is coming really soon and we are in that day of trouble. So I was thinking how, so a lot of the persecution, you know, it starts subtle and then it grows. So we know a lot of that's been growing, uh, you know, the rosary now, and it's a sign of militant extreme extremism. So they're trying to make the rosary into a sign of militant extremism. Um, you know, in the U.S., we're under a lot of uh, persecution with the uh, different things that are going on in our government. And the pro, pro-life, you know, they're under persecution. They're getting their buildings burned down and all these those things. And this is happening in all the countries. So in every country, there's, there's different ways that the enemy is persecuting believers. And all of that is to wear out the saints. Um, but the Lord's promised he'll be with us. I felt to talk a little bit again about the animals. You know, there's mass animal deaths happening, and the Bible says that the animals are groaning like they they will they can't they can't live in the earth anymore because the wickedness. This horse that was pulling a carriage in New York City recently just broke my heart. He just collapsed on the street, and this is just one example to me of the suffering of the animals going on right now in the earth. And when, as God discloses that bloodshed, the animals are literally dying around us. And I have had so many animal experiences in the last um, five years, which I believe the last seven years started in 2017. Uh, well, in 2015 uh, or 16, I think it was 2016 and I saw a mass animal death. I witnessed it. Thousands and thousands of fish died um, where I was living. And it was just such a sight. And people were saying it was because the water got too warm or whatever. But look at mass animal deaths. Uh, they're happening frequently. And uh, it's like um, really, really awful all over the planet. So this is biblical. The Lord said this would happen. And this is a sign of the end times. But just personal animals, um, I've just had these experiences with wildlife. Like, they are like, look at me, like, save me, like, get me out of here. Or like, they come to me to die. Like, you know, this raccoon just came on my porch to die because uh, he was sick. And, he, and I never got so close to a raccoon because normally they're running off. And this raccoon I didn't touch. But... It was just looking at me like that's when I was really feeling the groaning of the earth and the groaning of the animals. They were like, we can't take this wickedness anymore. I learned something interesting about sheep. And uh, so sheep, if, if, if they, and I never knew this, but this is such a cool thing. And we're the sheep. We're the sheep. We're supposed to be a sheep. So if you put a sheep, if you put sheep in a field, they eat all the weeds. And the good grasses start growing more and more. So that's why you always see these sheep fields with these beautiful green grasses. And I never knew that. And I learned it when they're using sheep to um, eat the grass instead of using like lawnmowers for, you know, the, the emissions. But anyway, I thought that was so neat. So we as sheep, we're, we, we should be eating the weeds. We should be eating the weeds and spraying them out. And the grass should be growing around us. So we should be recognizing when those weeds and we should be uh, flourishing and, and with our seeds that we sow that are good grass. So I just thought that was really cool. So I've ha- had another significant dream that I thought was significant because 
you can see that in these in these end times how how it's going to go down. Uh, if you believe something, so there's a Christian school in Florida that um, has some strict rules about um, sex before marriage and of any kind and anyone, uh, you can look up that in Florida, but they're under a lot of persecution, a lot of death threats, and the, um, you know, saving the planet. So I'm an, I, I like to recycle and I try to do what I can and everything, but the... I have this dream that's very significant. So I have this painting, and it's God's ear. It's called the inner eye. And it's a ear that's eight feet high, and in the middle of the ear is the earth. And I painted it and prayed for the earth, and I painted it as God's ear who hears the cries of the earth. And what's cool about the ear is even one section of it looks like a fetus, an unborn child. Um, I symbolically used mud and, and, and things when I made it to, to, uh, to pray for the souls of the earth. And, and I, I used the mud, the drywall mud, as a symbol of when Jesus uh, used the mud and the spit to put it in the blind man's eyes so they could see. So when I painted this painting, and that when, as I've showed it, people weep. Uh, it's very moving. And it's, it was God's cry, hearing the cries of the earth, hearing the children being trafficked, hearing the slaves in China, hearing the oppressed women, hearing the oppressed people groups, hearing the, those that are trodden down and those that are snared and in prisons and those that are crossing the border and getting abused. And like, it was his hearing the cries of the earth and he is gonna make a new earth. He makes a new heaven for us. He's gonna restore this earth for a thousand years and then we get a new earth. And so it's all about him hearing the cries of the earth and bringing them to himself. But in this dream, I had somebody I know who's really, really into global warming and saving the planet and everything, which I said, I think it's fine. But they stole my painting and they said, I painted this. They said, they painted it. They stole my painting. And in the dream, they were carrying it around and said, they painted this painting. And they're very much into everything that's saving the planet. So even though they're a believer, they don't talk much about going to heaven or the new heaven and the new earth. It's all about saving the planet. And in my dream, I felt them stealing the painting was like the counterfeit. So Satan as the counterfeit, it's all going to be about saving the planet and all of us being one together and acceptance of one another and acceptance of one another's sin to the point where we can't be separate and we can't be about God's kingdom. So that'll be what the, the persecution comes from that where we, we won't be able to join in. Like I said, the false prophet, you know, is moving in their, in their one, um, in their, you know, joining of all the religions. So we, we are going to be staying separate and we will be persecuted. But we are also not as concerned with the planet. We're concerned with the souls and the planet because the Lord is actively destroying our planet and the universe is strolling back. And, you know, the vision I had, there was nothing left but the Word of God. There was nothing left and there was nowhere to hide. 
but in the word of God. If you have the word of God and you had the word and Jesus said he is a word and in the beginning was the word and the word was God, you are with God, you are with Jesus, you are with Jehovah, you're Yahweh, you are in him if you're in the word and everything else is going to be destroyed. Everything else will be destroyed, um, but his word will never, never end. It will never pass away. And so you have to be careful. You have to be careful uh, because we will not look cool. We won't look, we won't, we won't look amazing. We will be like trying to, you know, stay separate, be with the Lord, have our beliefs and be in the word and waiting for his um, in waiting for his um, his return. So I cannot wait for my next video, but I can't do it today. And uh, just start throwing everything you ever thought about the Antichrist out of the basket. And uh, the Antichrist is 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 upon us. Uh, um, and we are just not recognizing how God's forming. So I really want to try to um, open our minds. And even if I don't get it completely right, I think it's going in the right direction. So it's from a member of our team who did a lot of research and I'll be doing that next. So God bless you. Uh, stay close to him. Just stay with him and whatever he's telling you to do. And he will strengthen you and encourage you. And remember that the manna, you know, we will be fed a manna and the hidden manna. The hidden manna that comes in the book of Revelation. So as God is leading you to take care of children, take care of animals, take care of people. Um, I'm saying this to myself as well. Uh, the Lord's provision, you know, will be there. So we need to have faith. Okay, so God bless you and thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. All right, God bless you. Praying for all of you in my spirit. Jerusalem of God.